Hello, and welcome to Running on Tap. I'm Jacqueline. I'm Kyle. Today, we are going to do a race review of the Run Disney uh, Princess Half Marathon, which we just got back from running. We had an unseasonably cold weekend in Florida. It was positively frigid at 50 degrees. 30 degrees, something like that. Yeah. It was cold. It was, it was cold. great running weather. Running weather. It was great running weather, and we had a great trip. This, I am a big fan of the Run Disney races. This was my seventh year going down to the Disney Princess Half Marathon. Uh, in that time, I've run 11 Run Disney races, either the 5K, the 10K, or the half. I did the uh, Fairy Tale Challenge, formerly known as the Glass Slipper Challenge, when I did it once uh so this is very much my jam it is a big race for you it is a big race for it's a, it's always been a big race for jacqueline and her mother uh that's what brought them down in the first place yes a uh, little bit of the backstory my mom had been sick uh in 2013 and was just kind of looking for some motivation to to regain her strength and said where we're disney has always been big for my family huge huge for my family. I've been, you know, a ton growing up. It's, it's really is the happiest place on earth for me. Um, so sort of in a, in a low point for my family, my mom said, we're going to Disney, we're doing hey, a 5k. What better place to go to? And that is really what kicked this all off. It's always been a mother daughter trip. This year we both brought our husbands for the first time. Uh, so it was actually Kyle's first run Disney race. Yeah, I had, um, I had been to Disney as like a six or seven year old or something went to magic kingdom for a day and um somehow when i said i had been to disney before and told jacqueline that i had been to disney before uh wow <laughs> so <Really no. laughs> let's let, let, what, uh, now this, this this the podcast is called running on tap so we are we are having a beer while we talk to you i this, and it's, it's an audio medium so i'm not entirely sure the hilarity of this is going to come across but uh jacqueline just poured her uh her dogfish head sequench sour session favorite ale, beer. her favorite beer, uh, the last one I might add that we have in our fridge of this, and there is about four. Would you say four inches, five inches? I was going to say six. About six inches of foam in uh, in her pint glass right I now. Could not have poured it worse. You know, I, I'll, you you have the notebook uh, balancing on your leg. There's a lot of there's a lot of moving parts here. I, I'll get I'll cut you a little bit of slack, but not the best I mean, if, if we've got some laughter in the background, we might as well explain what's happening. Uh, I, I, for, for the record, I am drinking a Bell's Hop Slam Ale. It's still technically winter time, even though we just got back from Florida. So, uh, having the Bell's winter seasonal. Anyway, we, where were we? Dis talking about your Disney. first run Disney. This race. is my first my first real trip to Disney World. Uh, staying at a Disney resort, which uh, was more you know going once, driving in for the day, going to the parks for a few hours, and then leaving at the end of the night is not the same thing. Very different experience. As I have, as I so learned. <laughs> so this was my first, uh, my first race. I knew uh, a lot about it ahead of time because Jacqueline raves about these races, and as you heard, she does so many of them. But I don't think I was properly ready for everything that was about to happen. Yeah, it's just. I mean, if you haven't done them. You should. Everyone should run a run Disney race. We'll, it's a huge we'll spectacle. <laughs> uh, so it started, we got down there. The race is Sunday. The half marathon is Sunday morning. It's a weekend full of races. So the 5K is Friday. The 10K is Saturday. And the half marathon Sunday. We got down there on Thursday to go to the Expo, which is at Disney's Wide World of Sports. 
really nice facility with lots of beautiful facility lots of sports fields yeah soccer fields baseball fields it's formerly the home of the spring training home of the atlanta braves they've since moved but there's uh, there were college baseball games going on there when we were there. I didn't talk you into going to any of them. Didn't try. I knew I knew what I knew the score what the score was, but uh, it's it's a, just a really wonderful facility uh, with a whole lot going on. So Disney does crowds very well. They do a number of these races every year. So I thought packet pickup went really really smoothly. We got in. We got our bibs. We got our race shirts, which were yellow this year with a very pretty picture of Cinderella. I was not as keen on the color. Uh, it's kind of a mustard yellow. If you, if you, if you yeah. know a French's mustard bottle, you, you kind of know the, you know what the shirt, the, the, main, the main color of the shirt is, but uh, it grew on you. You, it, you, it you like it more now. It did. They have very pretty artwork uh, of all the princesses. Uh, the, the half marathon was Cinderella themed. They have very pretty artwork of her that's on the shirt. And then after you pick up the race essentials, Going to the expo area, which had a number of vendors, lots, lots of good stuff. It was huge. I mean, this is, um, you know, here in Washington, D.C., we we are blessed to have some pretty big time races. Uh, we have a couple, two different marathons, uh, well, at least two marathons in the city itself that have big expos here. We have Army 10 Miler, Cherry Blossom 10 Miler. We have a bunch of, suffice to say, we have a bunch of uh, big races that have big expos. And this is big by even a scale that, like, I, you know, I've been around some expos. Um, my mom also ran marathons and took me to some. And these, this was a huge one. I mean, there's there were multiple, multiple of those big gear sales areas, a whole Pandora jewelry set up in the shape of a castle, which was crazy. That was kind of, that was the, the moment when I kind of saw that and was like, ah, this is different this is just a little bit on a different scale than any other race i go to it, it is that's a good way to put it it really is on a different scale um and they have there's a sweaty bands booth that's very popular with the runners they have you know glittery headbands and some of them have crowns on them uh so after the expo we had a chill night the first night there, and then we spent like two days going pretty hard in the parks. Well, I think before we go to the parks, I want to talk about the merch line. Oh, fair. Uh, so here's, I, like I said, I had not really been to Disney since I was a kid, and I'm not a massive fan of huge events. I'm, I'm someone who goes, I've been to a couple of music festivals, but I go once, and I don't need to wait in a 30-minute port-a-potty line or a huge line for a t-shirt or food or whatever. Uh, so I'm, you know, I, I, I like the smaller things, as, as you can attest to, or finding the, the easiest way around the crowds. And my uh, introduction to Disney, what I, I kind of realized that, you know, the, the line to get through our packet pickup was very quick. Mm -hmm. We walked right up, got our packet, got our bibs, and everything was very quick. Got for our t-shirts, which can sometimes be a mess, as we've experienced. Getting the t-shirts was in and out, totally fine. Uh, and throughout the expo, it was totally fine. But the merch line. So we are walking into. First off, they have it in a separate arena, don't they? It was in a. It was in a whole separate building. Yes, it was in a, a separate building, sort of closer to the entrance. Of the expo area. and uh, we go in and they kind of you know the, you follow the signs and as we were walking in we hear a woman say walk past us and say like oh the line's just too long I'm not gonna do it and we're you know like oh like how long how long can it be like and we have time like we're, you know we're we were waiting for 
Jacqueline's mom and uh, and stepfather, and we were like, well, we, they're they're doing their thing. We got time. Uh, we stepped into a building that was roughly the size of like a a gym a high school gymnasium, and it is just for lines. It it was. Uh, and only lines to get into the to, expo. This is to be, this is to line get into, to, the into the merch stand. Yeah, exactly. This isn't even. This is a line to get into later lines, essentially. And uh, it, it. But here's the, the testament to Disney is they're they're kind of um, they're bottle. You know, they're uh, what's, what's what's the word I'm looking at? throttling people essentially. Like you know, like it's like right. a like a pic- picture people waiting on a highway entrance ramp to get onto the highway during rush hour in some states. Right. Like this is. Uh, they were keeping people out of the merch area. So you have room to browse and you have room you to, try to search, on. try stuff on. Yeah. And it's not overcrowded. Uh, but that leads to a, a room with a, a line and a bar, essentially, in that, in that yeah. uh, area. And we waited there. I think we were, we were through there in 20 minutes, but that was, that's, that was only half the room. But they have movies playing. They have music on. They really try to make the wait enjoyable. We got a lot of really nice gear. I got a baseball hat that I'm absolutely obsessed with and a really great sweatshirt with Sleeping Beauty. Like, the merchandise is worth it at these races. A theme through the whole weekend is uh, waiting, in a, waiting in a line that Disney has recognized is could be boring, but they have done some, something to uh, entertain you in the meantime. And um, we, we eventually got through. Went through the, the uh, merch area, which had some lovely stuff. You got a wonderful hoodie. Uh, there was not, you, you might be surprised to learn that at the Disney Princess Half Marathon, there was not a ton of men's stuff. But what did you get? Well, I'm wearing it currently as we record this, uh, you know. Looks so good. As, as someone who, I, I'm, a, I'm a traditionalist myself, and, and my, my favorite Disney character is Mickey Mouse. But I will say that my favorite Disney princess is my wife. And as it says now, on my t-shirt. Uh, which was really the the one thing I wanted, and I think the one thing that you you, you were uh, I no matter what I was going to come out of there with this T-shirt. You uh, know, I I was single, very single when I first went to this race, and I always saw these shirts and was like, man, if only someone would love me enough to wear a shirt that says I was his favorite Disney princess. If only I had come down, uh, you know, when when we were just dating, I could have got one that said my girlfriend, and then yeah, like when we were serious. engaged, I could have got the fiance, <laughs> and now I got my wife. Now I just have. I, I just I, I just have wife. I, should, I made the mistake of not going earlier, uh, but then there was another very long line to check out. But again, another line that moved. We you know it was much more intimidating than it was. Um, they, ha- they had had more than a dozen people checking out. They they are definitely prepared for the crowds. We got little Mickey stickers from the guy. Like they really try. They know you're going to be waiting. Everyone's in a good mood. They're on vacation. It's just a matter of being patient. Exactly. So after we get through the line, we got a lovely uh, sour beer afterwards to drink outside in the in the sunshine on the grass. I am a big fan of sours, and I have to say this one was excellent. We just looked it up. It was a lemon lemonade blueberry ale from Playa Linda Brewing Company. Apologies if I'm mispronouncing. Uh, but I'm learning now that it was a Cinderella-themed beer that Run Disney actually partnered with the brewing company to create exclusively for this half marathon weekend, oh. and it came in a glittery cup, which is apparently part of part of the shtick, which oh. I was thrilled about. It is the Ever After Blueberry Lemonade Ale. It was it was truly excellent. As someone who's not uh, a massive sours fan, and uh, you know, uh, we just kind of. <laughs> 
It's kind of says something about Disney that we just assumed that this beer called the Ever After Ale was uh, something that they produce all the time and right. is always here. So uh, it was it was great. That makes me feel even happier that we had this, this special beer on a special occasion. I know. I was dying for it. It was it delicious. Was, I mean, it was really good. And um, so we, we had a beer sitting on the sunshine and... Uh, we went from there back to the to the hotel where we uh, hung out for the night, and then, like you said, we went to the parks the next day. Went hard in the parks for uh, Friday and Saturday. We did Hollywood Studios, Epcot, and Animal Kingdom yes. during our stay there. I know this isn't a uh, review of Disney, but do you want to give? Just yeah, we're like, not just talking about our vacation, but well, I mean, it was great. I mean, though. we. That's a different. That's a whole different podcast where we do, talk about our vacation. Do you want to give a highlight of the trip? Sure. Uh, wow, picking a highlight. Um, so my my favorite part of Saturday, and uh, like this this is the day where we went on a safari. We went to an awesome bird show where a great uh, horned owl nearly took the Mickey or the mini ears right off of Jacqueline's head. But we waited in line for 30 minutes to meet Mickey and Minnie, and uh, you know the the 10-year-old kid in me was so happy. It, it, it was, I mean, they do uh, again. The, what Disney does so well is what I what I learned this week weekend was that they make every moment that you can that they can feel very very special. And just walking into this tiny room with um, these two characters who you know I've I've loved since I was a kid, um, the, you know, and they, we only had maybe two minutes with them. They but interact with you. They it made it so personal. special. It's very it, like there is no. Uh, it is not generic by any means. They make they they personalize it for each uh, each guest who comes through, and that is um, something that. You know, that's why they're a multi-billion-dollar multinational company, right? They make that kind of experience special for everybody. So that was that was my favorite thing. I loved it, and I felt like a kid again. And uh, so, what what was yours, though? So I think, other than the race itself, which we'll get to in a minute, which was fantastic. I mean, the race was great. Uh, Epcot has always been my favorite park, at least as long as I've been going to Disney as an adult, because there's great food, great drinks. Uh, I feel like many people don't think that Disney is for adults, but in Epcot, when you go around the countries, you really see it is. So when we were down there, Kyle and I, uh, it was a very cold day, so we, we largely had the countries to ourselves. And a really ourselves. cold night, too. Right. So everyone left the parks at night. We were very much, the, the countries were not crowded at all, and we just sort of drank our way through the countries. We got champagne in Paris, had this lovely dinner right on the, the lake in Mexico, um, with at a restaurant where the the windows overlook this lake where a fireworks show is and it was just it was a, a really special lovely night fantastic food um, great would, service would really, highly really, recommend really wonderful uh, the, the drinks were great the the atmosphere was great that was a very special time it too was that beautiful. was that was awesome uh, so then Sunday morning what time do we wake up for the race Kyle I would say the ass crack of dawn but it was actually way it was many hours before dawn we are the first alarm went off at 2:30 and uh now there's a reason for that it's not just because we're psychopaths who love waking up that early in the morning it's worth it it's worth it well the the race takes place on the roads in Disney and it has to finish by the time that the parks open. Right. You run through the parks. 
uh, running, you know, you run through Magic Kingdom, which is amazing, but you can't do that if the parks are crowded. So the races, the half marathon starts at 5.30 and it is a very early morning. You it's gotta extremely early get morning. on the bus, you gotta get over there. Uh, and it just, it takes some time. Um, and it, it is very, very early. Kyle right. was less than thrilled. I'm not, I'm not by any stretch of the imagination, a morning person. And this was, uh, the ultimate morning. Uh, I'm, I'm more used to going to bed at 2.30 than I am waking up at it. But so we, we woke up and we snoozed for, I think it was just, I think it was just one snooze, just eight ten minutes, minutes yeah. eight, 10, eight minutes and, um, got ready. We, they, they got have, into our costumes. Got into our costumes. So the thing about run Disney races is the first year I did one, I didn't dress up because I thought I didn't want to be the person standing out. Everyone is in costume. Some are more you're standing elaborate. out if you're not dressed up. Right. Some costumes are more elaborate than others. We saw a lot of people, you know, running with a, a Bo Peep sheep crook or a oh, fake rose. I think that was fake. It could have been real. It, I mean, people go all out for this. It could have been real. People go all out. So this year, the race was Cinderella themed. I was Cinderella. And I was Prince Charming. Of course. So I ran. He, he is very charming. <laughs> uh, so I this was actually the first half marathon I'd done in a tutu. I'm usually partial to like the sparkle skirts, which are a little easier to run in. I was really nervous about it. Had no chafing issues. Dear, dear listener, let me tell you how much of a uh, wrench the you would you would think the Florida heat, but actually the Florida cold had thrown into our plans. We did not come prepared to run in. Uh, you know, everything that, she, that Jacqueline had told me about, you know, there was the one race in the distant past where you said it, it was, was frozen themed. It was frozen themed and it was 30 degrees. Elsa uh, made it very, very cold. There you go. But uh, every other time she has done this race, you know, it's it's 65 at two o'clock in the morning and then you finish and it's 80 when the sun is out and, and very sweaty. So we were prepared for that. And instead, it's... Uh, 49, 50 degrees, and with, with a pretty consistent wind, and so... Which is way better running weather. Great, a per, I, absolutely ideal running weather. But when you have a tutu and shorts that you have bought for this, for this race, and you don't have your, the tights that you like to run in, and, it, 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 and you are trying to figure out if, it, if your costume will still work with the weather... It turns into quite the decision-making process, which is what we encountered on Saturday night. Cinderella was rocking some black leggings. It was Cinderella in, in winter. Yep. So, sometimes Cinderella needs to dress for the weather. Yeah. It happens. So uh, we were lucky enough to stay at the Disney property, so they provide all the race transportation. We didn't have to wait. Do it. Do that, by the way. Didn't have to wait in traffic. Didn't have to worry about parking. We hopped on a bus very early and got over to the start. Now, I had done this before, but I don't know that Kyle was prepared for what the starting area was going to look like. There's something about, like, they said 56,000 people had done all three races this weekend. I don't know how many of them were just in the half, like, were doing the half marathon, but it had to be, it's tens of thousands of people. It's a big, big it's a race. big race. And so tens of thousands of people milling about at, this is... 3-ish, 3.30-ish in the morning. Black. Pitch black. Milling about in the morning and you get off the buses and you start walking and then there's suddenly like a, a full-on, you know, like, like a stage from a techno club and a DJ who, kudos to that DJ, by the way. He, it's, it was 
ungodly early. He had to have been out there beforehand setting up and stuff like that. And this guy was bringing the energy to a crowd. There, there were there was a small dedicated group of people who were dancing and stuff like that. But there is, but it's mostly a crowd of people who are definitely like me shaking out the cobwebs. And he was bringing he was bringing the energy. There's you know, and there's all the princesses who were out taking photos. They had some characters that you could wait to take photos with. They had like a coffee tent, I think. Had a coffee tent. They had uh, a whole a whole massive water station. Yep. Uh, they were handing out the heat sheets beforehand. Luckily, we had been uh, gifted some leftover heat sheets from the 5K that Jacqueline's mom and stepfather uh, did, and uh, so we were wrapped in those. But other people, other people got could get those. Tons of porta potties, just. I mean, lines every run, por- every porta potty in the state of Florida. <laughs> run Disney knows that runners need porta potties, and they know that this race is mostly women who are going to take longer. They're all wearing costumes; they got to take off to go to the bathroom. I have never been in a porta potty that ran out of toilet paper at a Run Disney race. Like they know their audience, and they are prepared. There were so many porta potties that Jacqueline's stepfather was who who has. He's a, he he is a frequent race goer as well in Connecticut, uh, but he you know he, he's from a smaller town. Uh, not you know not like not by by any stretch of the imagination like a podunk country town in the middle of nowhere. But his races are not on the scale of of, of some of the things that we were seeing here. He was taking pictures of the lines of porta potties because he was blown away at how many porta potties there were. Lots of porta potties. So, Which is what you want in a race. I mean, let's be real. I mean, the last thing you want, with with all the anxiety that comes right before a race, the last thing you want is to be worried about, uh, you know, the business you have to do and whether you have enough time to do it. So then it is now 4.30 in the morning, and I say to Kyle and my stepfather... And, and, and this is an hour before right, the start gun. right. And I say, we got to start heading out to the corrals. And Kyle is a little grumpy about this because it's cold. He doesn't want to stand in the corral. I'm also really grumpy because it's just it's 4.30 in the morning. But the thing about this race is the don't just think of it as a half marathon. Think of it as like a 15-mile trek from the time yeah. you get off the bus to the start corrals. It is a hike down these Florida paths in the dark. They're lit, but it is... Kyle's like, where are we going? Like, how much farther is it? Was it? Like the it's, Oregon Trail. It's a trek. It was, it was wild. We, you know, we've done the uh, the Army Ten Miler here, the Marine Corps uh, 10K, and the and the marathon, both of which are set up by the Pentagon, you know, near the Pentagon. But you have to walk for quite some ways to get there. It's about a mile for those races, I think. And I thought, like, oh, you know, from for, you know, it's about a mile, I should say, from when you get off the metro, the public transportation, to the the corral itself. And I had thought, that's that's a long way. From the time that we got off the bus, to, you know, to when we got to the corral, I walked two miles. And this is before you have even started running a half marathon. But again, in true Disney fashion, there is a DJ with like the coolest party truck hyping up the crowd there's, on this. There walk. was one, there was like one or two of them. It's like yeah. it, it was like you could you go a half mile, you see a DJ. And uh, there were, you know, there were movie screens uh, playing Disney movies, and it's, you know, and it's, it's really it's a fun atmosphere too because yes. there's Dis- Disney people are are special people. There's a lot of uh, people who are there on a big trip who are in a good mood. It it, it was not 
by any means uh, a very serious, it's a, it was a fun atmosphere. Walk, you know, you're making a, t a really long walk and uh, luckily we're both, you know, you're, you're training for a marathon so you're, you've got your, your legs underneath you. I had gone out and run 17 miles a week before so I wasn't terribly worried about being too, being right. too tired beforehand. Right. And then, so we're, we're waiting in the corral and we're having a great time. They have a stage set up by the start. The hosts are fantastic. Some, some very, uh, very energetic hosts who were not being met with the same kind of energy from the crowd. People are tired, but the race starts. Each corral gets fireworks. Fairy godmother comes out to send you off. It is truly magical. And these aren't just like, it's not just like one firework going off. It's, it's a full, like, it's, it's, a, it's a one small slice of a 4th of July fireworks show that goes off every five minutes. Yeah, it is, it is really something. The start of these races is very, very cool. And then the race starts and you are on Florida Highway in the dark. <laughs> yes. So one thing you, you might be shocked to learn is that we, we did prep for this a little bit and talk about what we, what we had thought about the race before this. And uh, one thing that really stood out to me this race, I mean, this race's course is great. It was, you start off uh, near Epcot and you run to Magic Kingdom. You run all the way through Magic Kingdom. You see, you know, for me, it was really cool going through Tomorrowland because that was the last, the last thing I had been in Disney before when I was a kid. I, we had spent time at Space Mountain and the various places there. And uh, so it was cool going back through there and you run through the castle. It's all this great. We'll talk about that in a second. But the vast majority of this race is spent on highways uh, or you know these these big roads between Disney parks where uh, there's not a lot of features right it's not it's not like the rock and roll race here where you're like oh there's the Washington Monument there's the the Lincoln Memorial there's this tons of crowd cool. support right, right. right it is really a lot of miles on highways a lot of it in the dark if you start in an earlier corral but Disney makes it so special. They have TVs set up. A lot of them were playing Cinderella, which was very fun. Um, there are tons of characters out on the course that people can wait and take pictures with. And unlike when you see characters in the parks, they build these elaborate sort of backgrounds. We took a picture with Jafar, who was flanked by these two big cobra heads which was super, super cool because it's cooler. You see characters that can't be in the parks in the middle of the day. Like I've done it before when the beast is out in like full beast mask, uh -huh. which must be really hot. Um, and so it's really in one mile, there were jokes along the side of the exactly. road. Like there's, and, and you know, not to, Florida's a wonderful state and uh, full of beaches and the Everglades are great, but the central Florida is kind of a featureless, Grass, you know, there's grass and there's trees, and that's kind of about it. There's, you know, there's a reason that Disney was able to buy this entire area, and it's because it was mostly swampland that they have since drained. Uh, so there's not a whole lot. Even when the sun came up, there was not a whole lot to look at, unless you were in the parks. But there is, like, like Jacqueline was saying, there's one mile where there's uh, a Disney joke. Uh, every, you know, there there was probably ten or twelve over the course of this mile. Very punny. Super punny. Extreme cows and Mulan. Ex extremely my hu humor, and you know what? Like you, you could tell it was it was the second half of the race, so Jacqueline was a little delirious because she was oh, laughing too. away. Yep. So those were great. Um, again, more more DJs out on the course uh, who 
are playing, you know, they're playing Disney music, they're playing, uh, but they're also playing, you know, contemporary pop music and that kind of thing. And this is one of the few ones that I ran without headphones. So I actually hearing like, you know, I, I don't like to usually because there's not a lot of ambient sound. This, and not only was I running with you and we were chatting, but there was a lot of other stuff to listen to and to be entertained by. It's not the best race for crowd support and for spectators. Spectators can, you know, come from the starting area and watch the very beginning and spectators can line the streets when you run through Magic Kingdom. But I want to commend the Disney cast members because, you know, we ran by hotels and cast members were out cheering for us. We ran through Mexico and Epcot and people were out cheering for us. Like the Disney staff really does come out in full force to cheer on runners and get excited and pump people up, which was really nice yeah, on in areas really where there wasn't a lot going on. Yeah, and, and, and like there's that's one of the reasons that the going through the Magic Kingdom was so special. And and so uh you know, for those of you who aren't Disney initiated, the Magic Kingdom is the area where the big castle is and there's uh Main Street where there's a whole bunch of cool old-timey buildings and like then you go through Tomorrowland and that kind of thing and so there's uh you go through that area that's all these workers must have got in you know I don't know how if they took a shuttle in or what but like because all the roads around Magic Kingdom are closed but the the workers from all these places are out and they're not being like sarcastic and they're not being uh, they're not like ironically cheering They're, they're really they're really all in and it was um part of the reason that going through that area was so special is because there was I mean there was so much crowd support and like I've been to races where there you know there haven't been you're you you run for long periods of time and there's no cheering and like even uh, so, you know you said that you there, there were long periods of time in this one I I still felt like we still had quite a bit maybe it's just because I ran I ran mm-hmm. the Outer Banks Marathon where there's not like I, I I love that area but like you know big big stretches of it were on highway or in neighborhoods that were our seasonal neighborhoods that were, uh, you know, right. gone for that time of the year. But I, I was really, really impressed with how many people were out. Uh, and not only that, like, there were people out, but it was like the running in the Magic Kingdom was like, it, it was it was like a finisher's area. There were so many people cheering and the, and the and how loud they were. Yeah. So, so you're going along the race in the highway and you get into Magic Kingdom. Best part of the race. It is incredible. I... Anyone I talk to, I'm like running through the Magic Kingdom is worth. I mean, for, for those of you who may not know, Run Disney races are pricey races. The, mar- the half marathon was upwards of 200 bucks, which is more expensive than a typical race. But a there's just so expensive. many. Well, but in a really, I mean, it was worth it. We're, as we're as we're telling you, it's all worth it. Right. So I mean, some of the races around here can be. It, it's more expensive than most of the races we do. Indeed. Um. But running through Magic Kingdom is just makes it a hundred percent worthwhile. There, you know, means you run down Main Street and there are people everywhere. You run through Cinderella's Castle, which was just absolutely gorgeous, and it is super, super special. You hit, you hit Magic Kingdom like between mile four and five, somewhere around I think there. It, I, yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it's we kept saying that it's right around halfway, and it's 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 a little bit before halfway. And so you you hit it and you think like oh I'm halfway done and then so, at some point you are still you know we I think I think after you got out of Magic Kingdom we hit mile six after. after you hit mile six afterwards and so you're like ah, like I got so much more to go but uh, it was I mean it like that kick of energy lasted another three miles Absolutely. just from that adrenaline which was great so you come out of Magic Kingdom 
And then back on the highways. Right. A L- lot more highways. But we saw Cinderella and Prince Charming with their coach. You know, one thing we haven't talked about, and I was... And we, we, one thing about this race is that there's a ton of people who come in from all over the country to do it. So we were talking at the airport earlier today with two uh, lovely ladies, and they mentioned this guy, and I had meant to talk to you about him, but outside the Grand Floridian Resort, there was a guy in full-on, like, white seersucker suit, uh, fancy old-timey hat, his pants were tucked into his socks, like, you know, like he looked like he was straight out of... 1900s central florida <laughs> and he's he's out there cheering people on too and it was and i saw that guy i was like that's so cool like it, it was just such a nice little touch that like uh you know he's he might be a, a a character representing to the resort but nonetheless he's still out there cheering like that was one of right. the things we're, at that point we're just you know we're mostly running by resort entrances not really not going into things but going exactly. there past them we run by a few of the resorts there are a lot, a lot more characters on the way back. They really make it cool. Um, tons of water stops. So many water stops. Thank God, because we didn't run with we we. I usually run anything over eight miles. I usually run with uh, with a Camelback. Didn't in this one because uh, you told me there were so many water stops, and there were. I had a handheld twelve ounce water bottle, which I didn't even finish. It is really a well supported race. They had Powerade. And water and yeah. the sport beans, sport beans out well, on the course, which we kind of just stash so I can eat right. later on. I love those. They're I love. I love. Choice. I love those sport beans, and so uh, I had bought some at the expo, and um, you know, stashed away two more packs that we got on the on the course. So this part of the race was a little tricky for me, mentally and physically, because we had been, I think, on Friday in the parks. We walked like ten or eleven miles. Like we. I definitely didn't prepare for this race the way I would for others. Uh, you know, I, I'd been hydrating and we had a, a big pasta dinner, but just been on our feet a lot in the days before the race. So my my, my joints were, were hurting a little and I was very in my head about if I am hurting at mile nine, how am I going to run a marathon in two months? Right. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, I think we're also at different points in in our running experience right now. Like I, when I started off, I was very slow probably like you know or running 12 minute miles something like that as like my fastest and uh Jacqueline was the opposite she's she was running probably nine minute miles at that point something to that effect and through a series she's had a series of injuries and I've basically uh as I've run more uh we've kind of switched switched places and and like I think we were running this race and um you know our running pace was about 11 minute miles we had frequently I I was because it was early in the morning, uh, you know, making frequent stops at the porta potties. So we were kind of going a little slower, but we had to stop for a few character photos. We were really right. running this to have. We, fun. we were having fun, and but uh, I think you you had some uh, a, a few periods where you were worrying that you were slowing me down, and um, I think that's that's a, a that was a moment that kind of crystallized what this race was about for me, and I think for for you too, like that it's not, you know, there there were some guys or some people who would charged by us uh running a maybe an eight minute mile and going as fast as i could and you you have pr'd this race yes previously. my my what is still my half marathon pr 158.44 i ran at the disney princess half marathon just by chance was was not my plan was just out there having fun feeling good caught up with the pace group and surprised myself with a fantastic race day but it's not really the kind of race you should go into it thinking Right. It should be your PR. That just kind of happened for you, but I think there are some. There are there are people who are 
charging around and you know, there's there's big groups of people who are walking there's um a lot of people who are you know they're not they're 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 not serious runners they're out there to enjoy the parks or whatever and like i think you know when we were talking at miles seven through ten essentially um you know it kind of crystallized for me that like this race is about the experience and, and taking it all in and if you're trying to push yourself physically to the limit which you know which you know i love to do and, and will and will do my best to do uh this isn't really the race for that because you miss a whole lot if you do if you do right. that you have to ignore you have to ignore the characters you have to ignore the scenery that you're running through so it's one of those races that it was it's not only not only was i running it with you because i love you and it was a uh a, a, like a very big step in our relationship that you were you know sharing something with me that you love so much and that i wanted to experience with you but also, if I had run it the way I usually run races, I would have missed a lot of the good stuff. Right. Uh, and then, at the end of my little mini meltdown at mile 10, you can see Epcot in the distance. Once you see the big ball. You're like, that's where I'm going. Right. That's where, that's where I got to get to. Once you're back in the parks, there are a ton of people out running around the World Showcase in Epcot, which is where all the countries are, is beautiful. Uh, the course was a little different this year because there's right. some construction. Yeah, we only went through. Well, we we got diverted into. So there's construction around. You know, the big golf ball. Everyone knows the big golf ball. Spaceship Earth is the proper name. Spaceship Earth, <laughs> big golf ball. Uh, so there's there was some construction around that, which usually we finish around there. Apparently, we, you run sort of under the big ball and finish behind it outside the park. Gotcha. This year we got diverted and went through a little of sort of backdoor, a little more backdoor Disney. But it was really cool because we got to go past uh, some of the some of the rides that we had done on Friday. We went past Mexico, past the restaurant that we went to on, on Friday night. We went past the Living Seas, which had our friends the manatees inside the Lou aquarium. Lou the manatee. Lou the manatee. Shout out to Lou. Shout out to Lou. Uh, and so, like, it, it was, and, you know, and there was this momentary, like, wait, do we actually finish in the countries? And we're going to run through, like, it was, it was great. We only ran through Mexico. Beautiful beautiful area which was totally worth totally worth going back to and again more people out celebrating mm-hmm. you know cheering on the runners and yep. and and hanging out that there were clearly staff members that that came in early which is great um and you know you go through the back lots and then suddenly you're you're shot out and there's ble- you see the bleachers and the characters are greeting you there's mickey and minnie and donald and daisy are yep. all waiting for you at the finish man there was so there was a big, I don't want to say big pressure on me, but there was, there was a, I, I, I knew that crossing the finish line, cross the finish line together, any race that we run together is always a big deal. It is. So I wanted to make sure that I crossed the finish line with you. But I saw Mickey and Minnie and Donald and Daisy and I was like, I could go over and like hug Mickey one more time. And I was like, no, 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 run over the finish line. Like and uh, we, I would have followed you. I know you would have. Uh, you probably would have gone to Mini, so it would have been fun. Uh, but we we crossed the finish line, got and like one of the cool things about Disney uh, is they've the, the I, I swear if if our country could run as well as Disney does, <laughs> it'd be it, we'd be in a great spot because we have all the all the photos that we had taken from us uh, by photographers throughout the the whole weekend are mixed in right in the same place where we get our race photos. And we get some awesome, awesome finishing photos. That's something I want to talk about. Race photographers on the course are everywhere in the parks. Not as much out on the highway, but 
Uh, there is, you know, there, there are photographers at each of the character stops to take professional pictures of you. They'll also take them with your phone, so you don't have to pay for them. But should, we though. splurge on a memory maker, which is a, a ticket that allows you to get all the photos that are taken by professional photographers in the parks and all your race photos. You did not used to be able to combine these two things, but now you can. So, and we got just fantastic photos from the race in front of the ball, finishing in front of the castle. That was awesome. They are just some of the best race photos. Yeah, they're really great and, and they're available. I mean, we're, we're talking now uh, a little more than 24 hours. Well, I would say a little more than 24 hours after the race, but the race is so early in the morning that the, the photos were some of the photos were available, available the night of the race which is crazy you, we, i mean uh, i'm usually waiting three or four days until after a race to yeah. see what the photos are like uh we got the fo some photos yesterday the rest of them today which is crazy uh so it was it was wonderful uh that you, you cross the finish line and with the characters and there's a, you know even more people who are out cheering yeah. for you we got oh one quick thing for spectators which my mom did not do this year because she wanted to sleep in she had been she up earned it she very it. early for the 5k the days before the weather was not good for her so she had a relaxing morning but a few years ago when she came out to spectate she did cheer squad ch capital e-a-r because Mickey a lot of e-a-r puns in the in the uh, and that is a thing for spectators where you get like a t-shirt and like a little mickey clapper but you have access to the bleachers to be mm. able to see people finish uh you have to pay for that spectators can just crowd around the finish to see people but if you have people who want to spectate it is a good option for sure and i thought the post race was again much like the rest of disney very efficient very good uh we got uh they had, they had bananas out well we first got we get our medals got, which it's were a great beautiful medal this it was one one of the few medals that uh has looked way better in person than the mock-up I saw. I thought the the, the mock-up I saw, uh, Cinderella looked a little not not quite herself, uh, and looked uh, you know, and she looks looks great on the. It's a big, big gold medal. medal with like bigger than average gold medal with uh, with glass insets that have the the name of the race uh, printed on it, and uh, the, the the classic powder blue uh, as the ribbon with Cinderella on it and, and the and the name of the race. Really beautiful, really, and really beautiful. Each of the run Disney, like it's the princess half marathon weekend, but over the past couple of years they've started, each race is themed after a princess. So the half marathon was Cinderella, the 10K was Pocahontas this year, and the 5K was Moana. And then there is the fairy tale challenge. If you do the 10K and the half marathon, that was Sleeping Beauty themed. The medal oh. had little revolving ball, little revolving circles, uh, that had the three fairies from Sleeping Beauty on it. Oh, is that what that was? Yes. I am not as steeped in Disney lore as Jacqueline is, so there was a lot of characters I didn't recognize and other things that were going on. I, I know the big ones. Right. So, yeah. So we finished, and again, at the finish, you have a DJ, you have all the characters again. We took a quick picture with Queen Anna. Queen Anna. With the new, new costume from Frozen 2, and then... Because we stayed at a Disney resort again, we were able to just hop on a bus and head back. Yeah, super which, easy. Which was really great. Uh, the gear check was easy. Uh, we got the the you know our our, our food and water and Powerade afterwards. All super easy. They have a drink opening station because I don't know about you, but there have definitely been times I finished a race, I've been sweaty, my hands have been full, I haven't been able to actually get my bottle open. 
they have people there who will literally just open your bottle for you because Disney thinks of everything. It was unbelievable. And uh, yeah, and that was, that's basically our experience. That's basically the race. Uh, we took the shuttle back and, and spent the rest of the day by the pool, which was wonderful. Uh, so you know, what, what were your big takeaways from this year's Princess Half Marathon? In terms of like my favorite? Yeah, what, was, what were your favorite things? What were the things that you, 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 were, you left the race thinking about? I, this race is just really, really special to me. It's very sentimental. I loved running through the Magic Kingdom. That's always the highlight for me. And it was so, so special to be able to sort of experience it for the first time through you, to see, you know, your eyes light up when the fireworks went up at the start. Like, I knew all this was gonna happen, but you know, I, I didn't, I, I laid out the general race atmosphere for Kyle, but I didn't tell him everything. And seeing your surprise and wonder at the race was really, really cool. Um, I had also, I had dressed up a little in past years, um, but I, this was the first time I ran in like a true costume. So that was also very, very fun to feel kind of more of the race atmosphere. Totally. I think that was... That's my, my big one, too. I think that, um, you know, I, I'm, I, I played high school baseball and was a, you know, kind of an athlete by trade going, you know, back when I was a kid. And one of the things I love about running is that I'm tapping into that part of myself again, right? I'm tapping into this competitive, uh, you know, it, I, no way to put it other than saying, like, it's game time, right? Like a race comes or it's a, it's a long run and, like, it's game time. And uh, I, I feel like that for basically every race I ever do but it was really nice to put that on the back burner for this because I think that had I had that thought process with this race I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much and you know I talked about it a little bit earlier but like I think that this is a race that slowing down and, and taking in the sights and, and, and being awed by the wild amount of like spectacle that is going on here is uh pretty important and without uh without doing that i think i would have had a much much lesser time and i thought that like you know and also i think there's also that and you look at the incredible things that disney can put together uh what you know i think that i've only I've only been in a Disney resort for four or five days and the world that they create in order to make sure the people who go to their resorts don't have to think about anything other than Disney, yep. um, which, you know, I think is, is pretty impressive. And they, t they think of everything. They really, really do. And um, I, was kind of, I was really blown away by that. So do we have any uh, lessons learned that someone, if they're thinking about doing this race next year, would, would want to know? Yeah, uh, I think the, the memory maker photo package is really a big deal. That if, if you are going great. to seek out, if you're going to know you're, you're going to want your race photos and you're going to seek out photographers in the parks, I think it's worth it. Yep, totally. I think, uh, you know, it, it was $160, $169, right? yep. And so, so basically $170. But here's the thing. If you, you know, if you want these nice photos on a professional level uh, camera and you want them at different parts of the, you're gonna be, if you're gonna be in the parks and you want them at different places and whatever, like that really, you know, it pays for itself. Cause if I you- I think it's $30 to buy an individual photo. So right, exactly. it pays for itself pretty that. quickly. Uh, 
I thought that was that was awesome because we also got all the all the great race pictures too, mm-hmm. and like I, I can already I already know that we're going to turn some of those into something that uh, we hang up on our bedroom wall, you know. And I think that's awesome. Um, I I mentioned this uh, to Jacqueline when we were flying back, but you know if if you're doing this with someone before who has who has run this race before, uh, it is unusual logistics. So trust trust the people who have done it before because there will be if you run them at your resort or in the parks or whatever there are it's just something that people come back to over and over again sound them out about logistics yes i mean there there was a woman on our bus going there in the morning who was talking to some first timers and she was like you'll be back i came last year saying it was a one-time thing it is definitely a race that people do over and over again and everyone loves sharing their ex- experience so definitely reach out to people who have run it Leave yourself plenty of time to get to the corrals. More time so than you time. think you Way need. Way more time than you think you need. Because you don't want to be rushed running out there. That would not be fun. No. no I mean, you'll, you'll end up running 15 miles instead of 13.1. Exactly. How about you? What, did you, what, did your, what were your lessons learned in here? I feel like taking it slow is a good lesson learned. I, 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 you, know, you know, I got stressed about not running fast enough. Well, you're um, also in a different point. That you're 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 training for this is a a midway right. milestone in a in a marathon training as opposed to for you know for many people it's the culmination of weeks that's a that's the end. Right. But you know that's a that's a different challenge too. Uh, I would encourage people to be patient. We talked a lot about the merchandise line and. It was fun because we chatted, we sang music. We <laughs> so we're laughing. Okay, this is this is as good a time as any to introduce our uh, introduce our, our, our cat, Sal, our audio producer Sal, Sal the cat, who uh, is you know he, he's an enthusiastic member of our household. We have been away for five days, and we are recording this in our living room, and he is jumping all over me. So apologies if you hear some purring in the background, or perhaps. The you know a knocking over of the phone or something else feet that uh, feet hitting the floor or maybe even a, a loud meow at some point. Anyway, uh, yes, patience. That merchandise patience, line, yeah, right? Um, the merchandise line would have been a lot less fun if we had been annoyed and why is this taking so long? But we watched the videos and we chatted about you know how quickly the line was moving. And I think being patient in situations like that, where you know there are going to be other people there. It's a good lesson for Disney in general. Right, exactly. Um, in terms of broader Disney tips, one is to make use of the fast passes and yeah. the dinner reservations because we hardly waited in any lines for rides because we are both planners and we did this ahead of time and it was super smart. <laughs> well, she's, she's saying that we are both planners, but I let, let's, be, let, let's be real. She planned all of this. Uh, she, she was... But we, it's three months ahead of time that you have to plan. If you're staying at a resort, you, at the, at you the, get 90 days. So yep. that you'll, it's the end of February. Uh, that was during Thanksgiving or during Christmas. I can't remember which one. Either one of them. One, we were with our families at some point. Yep. And, uh, and Jacqueline logged onto her computer to make sure that we were able to get the reservations that we wanted and yep. the fast passes we wanted, which is important because... There is no way on God's green earth that I am waiting for three hours yes. to get on a ride when I have, well, yeah, when we have uh, about eight hours of standing in us before we want to go to bed before a race, you know. My other recommendation is that Disney tells all of their employees that 
this race is happening this weekend. So people will be really accommodating. We went out to dinner the night before and I have sort of an iffy stomach running as does my stepfather. And so he was like, I'm gonna put together a pre-race pasta meal that works for me off of your menu. And the uh, bartender at the Rainforest Cafe in the Animal Kingdom shout was like- Shout out to Rainforest Cafe. Shout out to Rainforest Cafe. We had a great time. She was like, oh, you're running tomorrow? Absolutely, super easy. Uh, also, because all the cast members know the race is happening, wear your medal. It's like the only race where you should really wear your medal the whole day. There are discounts that you get. Everyone will congratulate you and ask you about the race. We were eating breakfast and a girl, the girl who sold us our breakfast that morning was talking yep. to us about it. So it's just a really fun environment. Whereas like most races, you do the race and then you kind of go back to your life and no one else cares. Exactly. You do this race and like, Tons of other people there have done the race. Everyone is excited and asking you about it, and it just makes it more fun. Absolutely, I think that's um, the hardest part that, about uh, leaving this race and leaving Disney is that it is, like I said, it's its own uh, encapsulated little world. And if you're wearing that medal, you are like, you know, you're royalty. You are the princess or prince of that world uh, because people are going to go out of their way for you. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, but yeah, we and so. Suffice to say, we had a wonderful weekend. Very impressed by the Disney Princess Half Marathon. Uh, my first time, your seventh, sixth time? Seventh year, yep. Seventh year. So uh, a really, really great weekend. Uh, Jacqueline, what do you have on tap coming up this week? Uh, so while in the past I would take a week off to recover after a half marathon and relax, I am in the middle of training for the... Coastal Delaware Running Festival? Something that Marathon? Effect. I think that's what it's called. It's a marathon in Delaware. It's at the end of April in Rehoboth Beach. Um, so I have an eight-mile midweek long run, which kills me to get that in before work. And then I am running 16 miles this weekend, which feels like an intimidating number. Even though I've done it once before, there is just no way to argue that that is not far. It's t those, those runs are tough. We, we talked about this. She, she ran... A fourteen mile run two weekends ago now did not go well well and these are, these are the toughest runs I think because you you get past the half marathon marker and you you feel like uh, that that is that is a milestone that is you know, no matter even if you're just out you know doing your normal run you run thirteen point one miles or whatever and you're you're like okay like that that's a race I've done that and then you get to the these fourteen fifteen sixteen 17 mile runs and they are they are all about building up to that 20 miler later on and so it's tough to when you when you push past 13 it, it can be really tough so uh i think you're ready for it though this is um the Get longest there. this is the, uh, we are now into the period where this is all the longest you've you've ran since marathon training for in 2017 right there's no reason to run 16 miles if you're not well i guess you ran 17 I, the other day just because you're yeah crazy I, I i i am i am a true true idiot and actually enjoy uh the experience of getting out and and doing that kind of run just just feeling feeling the distance and and whatever so yes i i, I did it for no real reason but uh most people you're right most are, most people need a reason to do it are you running 17 miles again this weekend? i am not i am running uh i'm gonna run a, 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 t a 10 mile run on this this weekend because it's going to be 
what comes closest to a cutback week for when you're not actually training. I have um, maybe, I don't know if it's because of my Apple Watch goal or if it's just because of getting ready for this race or whatever it was, but I have not really had, I've had about, you know, been running about 30 miles a week for about the past five or six weeks. And I'm going to um, dial it back a little bit this week just to recover and rest before I uh, ramp it up again coming soon. Um, I'm not, you know, again, I'm, I think I'm in, I'm in this weird point now where I, I usually uh, use the Hal Higdon training plans for races. Shout out to Hal Higdon. Uh, but I am not working off any sort of training plan now. I'm just kind of um, making up as I go along and just trying to, I think 30 miles a week is a good number for me. It's, I'm, I'm happy at that spot and it kind of keeps me in good shape, which I, which I like, but uh, no, I'm going to go 10 miles and you're going to, you, when, when you go 16, I'll come back and I'll, I'll, I have to work that day, but I'll, I'll get you some Gatorade and a sparkling water. I'm going to eat all the food. Get, yeah, get, get you a whole bunch of food. I, I'll, I'll run four miles that morning so I can, I can say that I, uh, I ran and I also deserve to eat a big meal with you. We will be back with you next week to let you know how those runs go and talk about more fun running stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Jacqueline, how was your sequench? It was excellent. I mean, this is my favorite beer ever. Chill. It's, again, sour beers. Love middle, a good sour. Middle of February. It's a, it's a summer beer, but it doesn't, it, it's, I mean, don't get us wrong. It's, it's middle, the mid-50s in Washington, D.C. today, so it feels like spring, but it's still winter, but it's still, it's sour beer season all year round for you. Part of the reason I hate winter is that all the good beer goes away yeah. out in bars, but our fridge is usually fully stocked. I picked my marathon largely because it's in the town where Dogfish Head has its brew pub and I can Psych. get get a draft poured local sequench post race direct from the source. <laughs> uh, How was your hop slam? Wonderful. I just, you know, Bells is Bells is my favorite brewery. I I am a I'm a Michigan native and we have we have been to Bell's. You've seen the brewery and how really cool and wonderful it is. Uh, I love Bell's as well. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great it, place. They make they make great beer and it's out of all types. And their hop slam, you know, I'm not going to call it my favorite one of theirs, but it is a very good beer. It was this uh, six pack was bought to me uh, as a gift by Jacqueline, who uh, you know was very sweet and got it for me when I was going through a. Uh, stressful period at work it can be hard to find in dc and it can be hard to find in dc so she she picked me up a six-pack i think this is the last one of that six-pack very sad. sad but uh it was great it was really good uh so i am uh i'm sad it's gone but i'm looking forward to i think oberon season maybe is about to start yeah. soon right so, around the corner and yeah, we still have one in our fridge from last summer Probably not good anymore. Probably not good anymore. We'll tell you next week <laughs> when we drink it. Uh, following our long runs. Not bad for our first episode. Not bad. All right. Well, this has been uh, Running on Tap. I'm Kyle. I'm Jacqueline. And you can follow us on Instagram at at Running on Tap. And if you like this, rate it because that's what I hear on every podcast yeah, I listen to. Yeah, <laughs> all, all the ones I listen to tell me it's really important to rate and review their podcast. So please rate and review us. If you do that, we will read your name at some point on there we go. during the podcast. That's a promise I just made up. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for tuning in to our first official episode of Running on Tap. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Thanks.